talking to a post, can we say post victory? That, that's assuming too much. We don't want to say post victory edition. They're all post victory edition. They, they have, they have it lately. A post game edition of the 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 Carlos and Sean show. Um, can I just re- go ahead and rename this? Would that be all right? Sure, right now, yeah. Do we need to say the free press? March to victory. The, the march to the Super Bowl. Yeah. The road to the playoffs. I think is the is under the icon. Anyway, here we are after another Lions win. They're four and one in the season. Now they beat Carolina, forty two to twenty four. Uh, oddly enough, the stats don't really support that score. They they sort of do. I mean, the Lions did a good job holding the rush. But what were your takeaways today? It, the score was dominant. I don't quite feel like the game was dominant, but they were missing some of their best players. And the fact that they won fairly comfortably, I think, said something. I mean, what do you want? 42 to 24. What, what you Doubled want, up in yards. You want yeah. like 400 rushing yards, 500 passing no, yards. No, not necessarily that. But the difference in the game was the three turnovers, right? It's 21 points. That was it. Yeah, they played complimentary football. They played well. I'm, I mean, I was talking to, you know, our our colleague Dave Burkett is too good to join us, but he said, uh, he's like, yeah, I have to, I think pretty much give them straight A's. There's, there's, it's really hard to find a fault with what they did today. So uh, this is exactly what you want. You want this holistic, complete, complimentary football game. And at the end of the day, I mean, even though there's no, you know, a uh, guy had two pick sixes or one guy had four touchdowns or nothing superlative like that from an individual standpoint, it was just a complete dominant, performance and it was never close really after the first quarter well they got up to within a score right i mean after it was they got to after the first quarter yeah i mean in the first quarter then after that they pulled away the second and then whatever i don't even know what the halftime score was but i was i was writing my gamer (laughs) no they got a one score then the lions came up with another uh, turnover and 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 that just sort of ruined whatever. Not ruined because these folks here didn't want uh, any kind of suspense late. But uh, that that essentially ended the game. And they kind of it was interesting because you had leaned over at one point in the second half, maybe even early in the third, fourth quarter. They're late in the third, early in the fourth, and said, "Why are they throwing the ball? They don't they don't need to." And not too yeah. long after that, all of a sudden, Craig Reynolds got the ball a couple of times and uh, and went for big big gains, big, big chunks, yeah. and uh, yeah, hit those holes hard, and and you know. The game was over at that point, but yeah. Yeah. look, I, and I, you wrote, and I want to talk about what you wrote um, for your what we call uh, your immediate analysis. How about that? The three you know, questions, yes. The three questions, questions yes. The, the immediate analysis. You wrote about Ben Johnson mm-hmm. and how the Lions need to uh, enjoy him while they can. Yeah. You and I have, uh, and I'm going to look at the, the, the viewers here, the listeners. You and I have very different ideas about that. I, I think if Campbell's who we think he is, it's not going to ultimately matter. But anyway, why do you, why do you, why do you argue that? Well, I think that he's he's we haven't seen him. We haven't seen him before. Even when Mike Marks was here, supposed to be bringing the greatest turf, show on turf with him, and that didn't work out. I mean, Ben Johnson's just a special character, special a different kind of animal. I mean, just today, just a small slice, right? He calls a direct snap between Goff's legs to David Montgomery. It doesn't. It, it doesn't make that much of a difference. It's late in the game. Whatever. It didn't go for a score, you know. But it got a couple of yards. It, creative, and then the uh, the reverse flea flicker, right? So Sam Laporta for like a touchdown, double reverse flea flicker, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, right. It was it was incredible. And Taylor Darker even talked about it. And he said, you know, what's fun about that is that 
uh, he, you know, Ben Johnson is going to call plays that are going to, you know, he's going to rely on you to do your job, even if it's hard, if it's a hard execution. But that's kind of what they enjoy about the challenge. And it's fun to watch this offense. I mean, they're missing uh, Ahmed Rossine Brown, Jameer Gibbs. Um, you know, they're, they're, I mean, hopefully Vitae has been out, you know, although Graham Glasgow is playing pretty well. Um, Jameis Williams just barely mixing into the game, his first game today, did, got a little bit of action, not much, but, but he was somewhat limited. And they scored 42 points. I mean, Carolina's not a good team, but still, uh, this guy just knows how to call a game. You know, it's special. And it's going to be different. When he gets a head coaching job this offseason, it's going to be different. It's you're just, I, I, I believe in Campbell. Campbell's your guy. You love Campbell. You just well, you that love, I love him. I you just, love him. You love I have him. a lot of respect for him. You love him. And I think, he's right got, I think one of the more underrated parts of him is his football Acumen and sense, and I think he's going to be able to find somebody out there. Do you think he's the play caller? Okay. Oh, you think? Okay. So you think he's going to find Yeah. No. Okay. Look, if All he's right. if he's who I think you suspect he could be, mm-hmm. and look, we're getting way ahead of ourselves here. But but the teams that stay good lose coordinators because they're good and they got to replace them. So you know yeah. the, the Steelers, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't want to say the Patriots. I just said I guess I should right. be fine for that. You know, or the or, or the Chiefs even, right? They've. Yeah, they've changed a But Andy Reid is there. No, Andy Reid's our play caller. Eric Bieniemy had nothing to do. You know, but look, the Patriots, the head man is de- is you know, de- defensively minded. So mm-hmm. and Bill Belichick. But I, look, ugh, that's so far down the road. The idea of sustained success. I'm just saying, if, they, if that's their goal, which I think it is, ultimately as an organization, then uh, they're going to have to replace coordinators. That's just it happens every time any team gets good. What I, well, we've never seen it happen with the Lions. No, we, we, we haven't, and, and I can't believe we're. Uh, <laughs> No, but you know, it's I guess it's a blow. We got to figure out something to write about. I wrote about I, what I thought was interesting about today is that, to your point, you know, we're missing Gibbs and Amon Ross St. Brown on offense. Arguably, their you know their best receiver, speedy young rookie, sort of the hybrid back who they're still trying to work in. And they know who Gibbs is. You don't have to explain and, it and, and figure out. No, no, who are they really missing? Well, defensively, they're missing Brian Branch, who neck and neck, he or Aiden Hutchinson in terms of their most important defensive player. But he's their breakout player. I mean. Yeah, he and, and no branch has just been Hutch has been really, really good. Branch has been spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. And it just and making plays at all three levels and just yeah, he's he's really, really been something. You know, look, that's because of the depth, and this is I guess what I wrote about, you know, we don't even talk about CJ Gardner Johnson. Right. right? Yeah. Mosley comes back today, he's not out there long. He has an injury that as Dan Campbell said after the game, that the, the replay didn't look Great. Could be an ACL. Yeah, it doesn't look good. I mean, so, God, that's uh, that's a tough blow, bad break. No, nope, sorry. But, uh, yeah, really, really tough luck for him. And in any case, so they're missing guys offensively. They're missing a couple of guys defensively. Mm-hmm. And what happens? They just just they, they plug guys in. Mm-hmm. This team has yeah. depth. You've been covering this team a long time. When's the last time I had depth like this? And this is gets back to Campbell and, and Brad Holmes. Yeah, it's been a really long time. I mean, I mean, since the days of the the Sioux era, you know, that's when that that's the last time the, de- the defense had that much kind of depth, um, and it's showing up. And you have the, the the defensive line. I think that was the big disappointment, right, against Seattle was that they were counting on that line to put pressure on Geno Smith so that you took pressure off the secondary, the back seven. Uh, to not have to cover as long and not have to work as hard at, at, at stopping the run. And when they've cleaned that up and they've been more disciplined by their own admission in the in the rush, um, that's helped. That's helped the whole secondary because secondary is still not great. Uh, you know, Jerry Jacobs and, you know, he's 
kind of a gambler, um, you know, plays another physically. Pick today, right? Another pick, um, but he also got burned too, you know, and and uh, Cam Sutton, you know, decent cornerback. Um, Tracy Walker back there. There's, there's, there's. Mosley was supposed to be their best cornerback this year, right? Um, and it, and he, it just, it yeah, just I think had, so. It yeah, just worked out. Yeah. So he was supposed um, to be their best cover corner. Yeah, and so so they've had to make up for it, but they've done a good job. But they put their they've really put their resources on the defensive line, which a lot of most teams try to do that um, with free agency and the draft and all that. So it's working now. Um, they haven't played in the I mean, other than the the Chiefs minus Travis Kelsey, they haven't played an elite team yet. Um, that's coming. I mean, the, the Tampa. It will be a it's nice test next will be, week, especially on the road. On the road, Tampa has a bye this week, so they're going to be really rested. So that's that's going to be an interesting test for them. So, um, but they are doing what they need to do. I mean, they are looking good and they're playing complimentary. And I think we talked about it at one point when they were uh, they were we were talking about whether the Lions should go for it on fourth down. And I think maybe you mentioned something about the defense and trusting their defense or something. And, um, you know, so that, that's part of it. And they are trusting their, 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 their both sides are, there was one when they had, I think it was Hutchinson, maybe it was when Hutchinson got the, uh, I forget, someone had a, a pick. It was either Hutchinson or, or Jacobs, but there was this weird, like back and forth where it seemed like both sides of the ball were on the field for like one play. And then they came off and they went back. Like it was just this constant, like, you know, um, um, juggling of players on the sideline coming in and out because they were going through so many kind of, you know, scoring and turnovers, good things for them for both sides. But, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, it was dynamic. It was, um, really impressive what they did today. Um, you couldn't ask, I mean, Eminem was happy, Sean, how much more, Eminem was here. How happy could you be? You That's know, true. He, was, he was pumping his fist. Look, Carolina's what, winless. Yes. You know, the plucky team, they, they've got some nice young pieces. That quarterback, I think, is going to be really good at some point, Bryce Young. And they got good a couple points. of good points. Yeah, they, absolutely. They got a couple of defensive linemen who who can get after it. I guess what impressed me overall look, you, you need to beat that team. You got to beat that team. Yeah. The Lions have, for I don't remember the last time you say, hey, they're going to beat this team, despite missing a handful of their very best players. Right. And that's the thing. You were talking about defensively, they missed branch and so forth. Offensively, you know, here comes Josh Reynolds, right? Mm-hmm. Khalif Raymond catches a couple of balls. Yeah. Brock Wright catches three balls. Not for a lot of yards, but yeah. he hadn't been targeted. Marvin Jones, who hadn't got a ball since Kansas City, he got a couple of balls. Yeah. One of them was a first down catch, you know, and those things matter. Mm-hmm. Sam Laporta was his usual self, a couple more touchdowns. But that's the thing. Ben Johnson, Dan Campbell, the, the roster that Holmes has built, you're, you're missing your your best weapon offensively. And Gibbs, who's uh, – Jameer Gibbs, who's, I think, got a chance to be, by the end of the season, uh, a pretty good weapon. And they, and they don't miss a beat, and they shouldn't. That's what good teams yeah. do against Carolina. Now, will they miss them against Tampa, or as the competition yeah. gets better? Yeah, you need yes. Brian Banch, and you, you need Amai Ross St. Brown. But to hang on, to make the playoffs – you're going to have games on your, your schedule where there are teams you need to beat, yeah. and you're going to be missing some guys. That happens every year with the best teams. And so how are you going to respond? 42 to 24. The thing that, like, Campbell loves, the, the, probably the highest compliment he can give his players when they say that he says that they're reliable, they're doing what they're supposed to do. And I think that's maybe the highest compliment we can give this team right now is that they're reliable or now after that the Seattle flop uh, coming off the Kansas City game, losing – you know, the home opener and everything to the a team that's really not great, decent, but not great. But here, this was the emphasis, right? They, they were the, they were coming off a big win in Green Bay, had 10 days. They were supposed to, like, throttle this team, and they did it. 
they did exactly what they were supposed to do. And we, for so many years, we've seen them not respond this way, not do what they should be doing. They get in their own heads, blah, 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 whatever. And Campbell talked about it last week, the whole, you know, we're going to stay, we're going to be the hunters and we, right. we'll, you'll find us on the porch and all his, all his great funny metaphors. Which his players, of course, eat up. They eat up. It's, it's enough of it. Yeah. It's so funny. Um, and yeah, so they, I, I don't know if it really like drives them, but it, I think they find it in, inspiring in some yeah, way, but yeah, also kind of yeah, funny. And they do, you know, Campbell, Campbell's kind of, uh, he's, he's, he's fun that way. And it's not like he's like, I want to drive you into the ground or whatever, but it's, he's finding a way to motivate them. But beyond that, you know, that he emphasized that. And, you know, he even said it himself that players were basically telling them, coach, relax. We, we know what you're getting at. Yeah. We got it. We're going to we're gonna gonna be, just, we don't care that they're wearing We're going to be ready for it. We're, we're going to be ready to go. And they were right? the message. And that's the thing was like, the, that's what you want the most. I remember watching these old, if you ever watch these old NFL films of Bill Parcells and when Bill Belichick was an assistant with him, you know, first a special teams and then a defensive coordinator and Bill Parcells was constantly kind of micromanaging and Belichick would say, we got it, Bill, we got it. We've already talked about this, you know, and I think I, that reminded me a little bit of maybe what the players are telling Campbell, like, oh, we got it, coach. Well, yes, Campbell's, a, Campbell's a Parcells guy, right? I mean, he, and he's a Parcells guy to some extent. Yeah. A, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Just, and he's not Bill Parcells, but he is, he is he's maybe the modern incarnation he, of, in some way of Bill Parcells. Yeah. A little, yeah. Close as you can get little, these days. A little less snark, a little less. He doesn't, uh, like, Parcells no. would come down into the media room at Giant Stadium and talk to the reporter. It was a different era, but but Campbell's at kind of as close as you can get to that these days as far as right, his connection right. with people and the media. Well, speaking of Campbell, after the game, he said, hey, we can play with anybody. I'm not worried about yeah. that. And and that's gonna, it, that's a big statement. It, it is a big statement, you know? I mean, Taylor Decker, and a, an emotional, he got emotional at some point. His first game, he's celebrating his 100 games, talking about his family that they've been through here. Got to talking about just what it's like to be a, a lion for all these years. All the and how, how he felt like a, a loser, even though he told himself he was a winner. And just... <laughs> <laughs> and just how hard that's been and how and how special the beginning yeah. of the season is. Even going back to late late last season you mentioned just how special it's been to be able to shed some of the, to shed some of that. You you can feel that. And Campbell talked about that this also when he said our guys are they can smell the winds and they want them. And uh we we just haven't when's the last time we've just had talked about a team this team like this and never just the, the confidence that they have. You know what what did your uh, a fellow, a colleague of ours, uh, who again mentioned for proprietary purposes, asked, but we, you know, we respect him. How about that? Asked Jared Goff, what's, what's your identity on offense? You know, are you a passing team, are you a running team? And he, he said, we're a good team. We're a good team. And I yeah. just thought, I know, I know that sounds, mm-hmm. but to hear that coming out of these guys and this fan, this franchise, mm-hmm. right? It's, they are. They are a good team. Right? They're a Ben Johnson-led offensive team. But, yeah, they're a good team on no. top of that. Yeah. Offense is their identity. The the, 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 the dynamism, dynamism, dynamism of offense is their identity, really, that they can do whatever they want. And they still have whatever they have. No, you feel like uh, six weeks from now, they, I, I think they can be even a good bit better offensively. Well, I really do. With, yeah, if this if this game took place in three or four weeks and St. Brown's healthy and Gibbs is hitting a stride, yeah, they could Jameson Williams is at least catching a and couple of balls, and right? He's, you know? And he's in the mix more, you he's know, catching they could have gone 500 yards. Yeah, they could have gone, they could have really gone off. They were never going to run up the score, though, because Campbell and Frank Reich are, are friends. You know, they had the, 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 
training camp practices yeah, in Indianapolis last year. And so they was never going to affect that. I'm surprised the score got that high, 42 points. I thought somewhere around 30, they were going to be, hey, let's just be cool. Let's kind of run it up the middle. Uh, but Craig Reynolds couldn't be stopped. He's like, yeah. I'm getting my yards. Today. Yeah, no, he did. He did. So when you're running the ball, it's I, I, think they wanted to, I think they wanted to keep the Lions out of or the Panthers out of that end zone on that last one. I think 42-17 sounds a little more. That, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They wanted to keep him out. And, 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 and the defense... The defense didn't need. I mean, I mean, Hutchinson was banged up. I mean, he, after that interception, he got hit really hard in the thigh. He was struggling that whole game. So they, you know, you have to balance that. So the offense was still out there to to help the defense. I think um, I would have put Bridgewater in maybe a little earlier than the last kneel down series just yeah. to protect Goff. Um, I think he took some winning hits. the game by. 10 or 12 is fine. I don't think you need to it, I guess it's just 24. Part, part of the being an NFL coach is just a paranoia. And, you know, you, yeah. you don't you don't want to correct. All right, look. So, on to the next. Uh, Tampa is going to be a tough test. They are uh, so far the best team in the AFC, excuse me, the NFC South, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, they looked at Baker Mayfield is kind of revived and Cleveland's wondering why the heck they got rid of him and, and signed Sean Watson. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have plenty of time to think about that later on in the week. But that's going to be a good test. It's on the road. Um, and it's also, by the way, John Dorsey, who was the general manager who drafted Baker Mayfield, is now a, a, a ex- personnel executive assistant or whatever with the Lions. So, you know, Baker Mayfield is very, very right, uh, interested right. in you know, uh, showing Dorsey uh, that he uh, he was wrong and whatever. There's no, it's a, they it's didn't a, have the best relationship. It's so. a good test. A good couple of them coming up. Tampa and then Baltimore is a good solid team. Baltimore's decent. They're yeah. de- they're, they're decent. I mean, they're not. They're It'd be not hard to They I, lost to Pittsburgh, but they'll be tough at home. They will Baltimore. be. I think Tampa might even be a better test. You never know. But uh, that will be fun. They're four and one. Carl's top of the NFC North, which is um, you know first time in I don't know what since they started five and zero oh and. 2011 and end up losing that division. So you never know. Hey, the Bears will look better at least the last couple of weeks. Minnesota was trailing Kansas City. I haven't seen that score lately, so I don't know what's happening there. But uh, we'll see. It's all it's all right there for the Lions. They've won the games they had to win, and now they got to go win a couple of tough ones, don't they? Yeah, nice little test. Uh, two back to back on the road. All right, we will uh, we will find a way to hook up. I should maybe say that, right? That means That's something. Not the, that, that means something different. That's different yeah. for young people. Isn't it? Yeah. We will find a way to connect uh, <laughs> next week from Tampa, where, wherever you are, and you're. You'll be at the yacht club. Maybe I mean, the yacht club, it, the boating club somewhere. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll have to check on that. We'll we'll have to see. But yeah, we'll we'll figure something out. All right. Again, forty-two twenty-four. Your four and one Lions uh, hit the road for a couple of weeks. Carlos and I, and of course, Dave Burkett and everybody else will have coverage all week at freep.com so check that out until we meet you again for more free press sports with carlos and sean later in the week